Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Suzanne Knabenikol from Police Science Doctor with the weekly broadcast of the Police Science Snippets. Police Science Doctor is basically a website that tries to bring all the research findings from academic research, including investigative psychology, police science, criminology, evidence-based policing, all of that, and actually bring it to the people like you who are working in policing, law enforcement, intelligence, military, and all these fields. And also, if you are students in academics, um, I know that you're um, using them as well. These snippets are basically information or golden nuggets extracted from recent mainly recent academic findings that have um, been published uh, sometimes in the last few days, sometimes in the last few weeks, that I think might be immediately applicable by you, depending on which role you have. A lot of academic research is very abstract, extremely specific, it's about methodologies, and it's not always very, something that's very accessible to or directly useful to people working in the front line. So I try to find three nuggets every week that I can share with you. I do that uh, one way by using these platforms and broadcasts on social media channels to tell you about them, put them in a little bit of context if possible. And the other way that I share them is everybody on the full, free police science doctor email list gets them emailed straight into their inbox every Tuesday. And these emails also contain the links to the original research. I think this week, um, at least two out of the three articles or sources are actually open access, which means you will be able to read the entire article. Um, it is unfortunately beyond my control whether you can access the others because um, it's down to the publisher of the journal and whether your organization, if you're working for an organization, um, has some kind of agreement that you can access these. But at least I try to extract just the snippets. You've got the main finding in there. If you are not already on the Police Science Doctor email list, you're welcome to give it a try. It's forever free. You can just join by Googling Police Science. Go to Police Science Doctor and enter your details into the form that pops up. Or when you go to the Police Science Doctor um, website, or you can just scroll down to the bottom of any page and you can find the form there as well. And you can leave the um, the site, you can leave the form, uh, you can leave the email list anytime you want. Uh, the other thing you get with when you join is you get access to all the previous police science snippets and the transcripts of the for the videos that are on the police science doctor website. So let's get to it. The first snippet for this week is about justice involved youth and death. But justice involved, we usually mean those who have come into contact with police as suspects and or offenders. A study found that justice involved young people have a risk of dying from violence later on that far exceeds that of the general population. Young people who experienced detention had more than twice the risk of violence-related death than those who were charged only. This suggests that young people involved with the criminal justice system appear key, key groups to target um, for violence prevention efforts. So what they're saying is that basically you can identify future victims of violence-related deaths um, by looking at those who have been arrested as offenders or suspects, uh, or who have been charged and detained, actually. So in order to reduce some of these deaths, focus on them being future, you know, being offenders in this case, but being future victims. So it's, it's good to have um, more of a pinpoint to target. 
The second snippet for this week is about girls' violence, violence exerted by girls. Um, the, despite media reports to the contrary, violence perpetrated by girls has not risen in the 21st century. Analyzing statistical records from a number of sources, it was found that boys and girls commit less violence overall, and that net widening policy shifts and more gender-neutral enforcement have apparently elevated somewhat the arrest proneness of adolescent females for simple assault. So what they're saying is that basically people think, and media have you know, media always love reporting things that people will then click on and try and get more information on. Um, it has been reported that violence amongst girls has gone up, but actually they're getting arrested um, for simple assaults that they, you know, that were committed before as well, but maybe they weren't arrested for them at the time. And and also they, they attend, still tend not to commit serious violence um, that is still dominated by males. And the third snippet for this week is about childhood experiences and sex offending. Childhood experiences influence individuals' perceptions of themselves and the future. Sexual offenders have higher scores of childhood victimization. They also tend to have low levels of empathy and a lack of concern for others. So whenever you're, whatever your role is, you could be a teacher, social worker, um, a counselor, a police officer, whatever your role is, if you're aware of children, and and I keep banging on about this to my um, students about it's not you know reducing crime. Crime is such a such an all encompassing um, issue. It is something that affects the whole of society. It can't just be the police that deal with crime. It's it's the police that respond to crime and investigate it, and they try to be proactive. But it's so many more organisations that need to get involved in crime prevention. And it is mental health. It is education. It is social work. It's everyone who comes into contact with people that needs to be involved in this. And we can prevent future offending by investing in helping people through things, helping them cope better, helping them learn skills. And there's so much that can be done. But the the problem is always oh, there's no funding, there's no funding, nobody wants to put the money in. Um, recurrent problem, unfortunately. So those were the science snippets for this week. I hope that there was something in there that was of interest to you. These obviously vary every week, depending on what I find that I can present to you. So if you're interested, have a look. If you know if you already have access to the um, read page on the police science doctor website, then just go through the library of 126 previous police science snippets and you can see if there's anything of relevance to you there. So thank you very much for listening and I'll see you again next week, I hope. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.